no matter cause there's something inside so strong I know that I can make it though you're doing me wrong so wrong you thought that my pride was gone oh no something inside so strong So strong. So, Labby, Sifri, something inside so strong. Loved that song growing up. We've got a new series starting around this something inside so strong. And I've got my good friend, Pastor Vince Gartland, joining us just for a wee short intro into this subject. So, how are you doing, Vince? I'm doing very well, Derek. Thank you. Great how are you? you? I know you've got COVID, so how are you feeling? Yeah, got COVID. Uh, basically tested positive yesterday. I was feeling lack of energy the last couple of days and then had a had a test and boom, positive. So at least I know what's wrong with me. That was a, <laughs> I feel a bit better after that because it was like that sense of depression feeling I'm, how am I? What's wrong with me? No energy, no motivation. Um, so glad, glad it's diagnosed and. Uh, um, well, I'm I'm a bit of a veteran with COVID, uh, Derek. <laughs> Having had it three times now. Well, I'm catching up. Uh, so it's not pleasant. <laughs> no, it is not. So, thankfully, we've no got we're not going to depress you any longer with it. <laughs> uh, you know. Um, you know, we've got some really exciting, and I received this in my heart spirit the last week after speaking at a retreat. And in the run up to the retreat, I was I was considering what to talk about, reflecting on what to talk about, and I have this dream, and it was it's so prophetic. It's it's it was uh, it was profound, in that I was going there to talk to people, but it really the more I've considered it, the more I've looked over it the more I've seen that this is this is something that's so needed right now and then in the light of, in the back of that sorry in the prep for that I, I received that song to Labby Sifri something inside so strong so I know that the song was written and talking about the apartheid and other reasons the guy the guy was expressing himself like that but for me it was inspired the, the title was inspired about the things that are inside of us the things that, that we're going to talk about that we need to have inside of us, it can be something that inside of you is so strong. And just a wee bit of context, we've just run a retreat on resilient. And, uh, you know, the need for this inner strength to be able to stand in the midst of the storms that we're all facing. And uh, basically, I went to a, a, a friend who does my MOTs and I asked the leader of this garage, how are you? And he said, absolutely terrible. And he goes, it's not just me. It's not just me. You know, the guys had some battles with depression over the years. But he goes, it's not just me. You know, it's this, there's, 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 there's this feeling over so many of the people I'm dealing with the end day. And, uh, you know, a barber, a local barber said the same thing. She can't put her finger on it, but, she, you know, she's saying there's something happening with people. The, men, the young, middle-aged, older men that she's, you know, uh, her, her clients that she that she's experiencing day in day out as well. She said, "This is this is 
uh, a problem. This is there's, there's there's a mental cloud growing over people. So on the back of that, you know, we could name the the, the things that were the, the crisis we're on, the the, the war, the, the the COVID, the the the, the illness that, that takes over us and brings us lack of motivation and energy, but also the cost of living. Looking around about us, uh, when it comes to cost of food, the cost of cost of the, and inflation and mortgage prices rising. You know the uncertainty around all that stuff, and then and then the gas and electricity, and I just got a bill for forty two days for four hundred and eighty pound. I'm actually I was I was avoiding putting my putting my, uh, my my meter readings in because I, I it was like I just don't I just don't want to feel that I'm been but I'm been bumped. <laughs> you know that you've been that you're paying so much for using so little. I'm using literally a third of checked a third in in December. The year before, this December, put past there, I'd used a third of my gas, the, the, the third of what I used then in gas and electricity, and I was paying three times as much. So it was very disheartening. So, uh, you know, with, with all that said, here's the dream I had. The dream was I was in a prison. Now, I woke up in the morning and I don't know if anybody can relate with this, but, you know, you've had a dream, you feel it was so real that you're actually worrying about what, what was that all about? Because, you know, I don't want, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> and, it, and it was, I, I had went to a prison and I was in a prison with somebody I knew who's in prison. And it was so real when I, and, and you know, I, after I took some time to get away alone and process it, in the dream, I was basically, um, Without hope, in a in a physical prison for anybody who's been in one, you know what that means. You have to accept the reality that I've got no other option, no other uh, distraction in a sense. Depending what prisons you're in, right enough, but, but you know your your freedom of choice is really limited. Of how you're going to find hope, how you're going to find life, what you're going to do with the desire for 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 a uh, you know growth and connection and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so in that in that dream, it was like I was in this situation. I was in a prison. I was running about people very hostile, and it was almost like I knew my only hope was to get a Bible. That's what was happening in the dream. I'd smuggled a book called The Divine Conspiracy to this guy Dallas Willard, a very a strong Christian um, um, testimony. Um, but this person in the uh, in the in the prison, kicked the the book and it went down a hole and I couldn't get it. And almost I was almost begging and pleading with the prison officer for a Bible. So on the back of that, I'm I'm waking up. I'm going, what what's what's the message? And the message was the need when we are in a literal or physical, you know, or metaphorical prison. You know that we're, we're like what we all feel just now. That that uh, that with the lack of hope around us, with the lack of choice, with the lack of um, options, because of the limitations. And I, I met a leader of a gym last night who was expressing how depressed he feels and how depressed his 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 uh, workers feel, all walking about with their heads down. Plays golf and and he said that all oh, these guys no no able to join the club this year. Too dear. 
So there's this sense of lack of options because of the restrictions on us all. The purse strings are tightening in that. And in the, in the middle of all that, what what should we do? What should we, where should we look for hope? As I say, that dream was, was really pointing. In times like these, we need to uh, invest ourselves and in putting things in our heart. There's something inside that Andy Dufresne and Shawshank the scene in Shawshank when he comes out the two weeks stint in the in the hole, and he said, "There's something inside that they can't get to. There's something inside, deep inside, so strong that none of, none of this, uh, you know, these walls, none of the, the, these restrictions can get to. So, in your experience, friends, the importance of having the word." In our hearts, how 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 important has that that been in your experience? <clears throat> Never more important than than that we have today. You've spelled out very clearly, Derek, the kind of world that we find ourselves in, you know. And it seems to have come upon us very very quickly. And certainly, in my seventy three years, I've never come across a time as this. We've had plenty of downturns in the economy, we've, we've had uh, good times and we've had bad times. But right now, it seems that we're being fed with a constant stream of bad news, be it the economy, you know, living standards, authenticity, the way our politicians act, or the acting with integrity. It's as if everything's up for doubt. So there's never been more of a time for me. You know, I agree with you, Derek. The, the way people are expressing themselves now, there's never been a better time for a message of hope. And so, you know, you've given the background there to, to how people are feeling, and certainly I can, I can second all of that. Yeah. But I can second it for myself too. I've been a Christian since I was 26 years of age, but this is a challenging time. And this is a time where we, we, we need hope inside us to keep us going. You know, you mentioned that that movie from Shawshank. He was talking about uh, having WhatsApp and the guys are saying to him, oh, did you, did you allow your record player in? No, I have it in here. Well, we need it in here, but we also need it in here. We need the message of hope buried deep in our hearts that we can draw in that well to keep us hopeful, joyful, peaceful. For me, I've often said, if I had only been given one piece of scripture in my whole life that would bring hope and would bring peace. It's John 17. I love it. You know, everybody that knows me will know how important that scripture is. So to have that word of hope uh, within us that we can draw upon in these days so that the background that Derek laid out there is not dictating how we live, yep. not dictating how we feel when we open our eyes in the morning. Thanks, Vince. Yeah, and it just it stirred something up in me there. I went to a motivational seminar years ago where I, where I heard about behavioural kinesiology. And basically what this, what this truth showed, it was fascinating because it, it showed you the impact, the spiritual and mental impact physical things had on our inner reality. And this, this guy, Jack Black, motivational speaker, he had a 1,500 people in the Royal Concert Hall in Glasgow. And he picked the strongest guy. He'd asked for the strongest guy in the, the crowd to come up to do this experiment. 
and basically he had him up the front, standing strong, knee, legs shoulder width apart, knees slightly bent, one hand by his side, the other arm stretched out. And what he would do is he would hang off the guy's arm like a monkey and show him, to explain it, I'm going to pull down on your arm, this outstretched arm, I'm going to pull down on it. What I'm asking you to do is have enough tension not to let the arm go down. So it was about a competition for this big, strong guy, you know. And I remember the set, the scene. The, he was he was hanging onto the guy's arm, and he was almost like a monkey hanging hanging on a tree. The guy was that strong; he kept it up. Mm. But then what he done is he got cigarettes, he got coffee, he spoke words, negative words, and it was such a, an enlightening moment for me that he done it with the coffee, he done it with the, the cigarettes, but the one the one that was really important for me was the words because he had he had the arm outstretched he then started speaking negative words and he, he says to this to the big strong guy keep your hand up now and he basically with his weak hand the guy was facilitating the hand just gently put the effort and put, pulled the guy's arm down and the guy was sweating and stressing and trying not to let it go down but the arm just went down and it was a, it was a, it was a, it's a physiological reaction to negative words being spoken. And what, what the full discovery, you know, because the guy, the guy, who think the guy was named is John Diamond. Uh, he was a psycho, a psychiatrist. The main thing that that I remembered was what we were putting into ourselves had a physical reaction, right? And really, when you're talking there, it just that's what it reminded me of the need. What the, when you watch the news, we feel even more depressed. We look at the bank balances, we look at the, the reports coming out as left, right and centre. And the more we feast on the hangs and dwell on, feed on the hangs, the more that has a negative impact, uh, uh, you know, in our mental and spiritual health. Mm-hmm. So, that you know, the need to put that, what that, what that dream was saying, the need for the, 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 the word... The strength, that's something inside so strong that they kind of get to. The hope that I'm, I'm, even though I'm going through this storm, even though I'm in the middle of this, that I'm able to stand, I'm able to, I'm able to persevere. I think, uh, Derek, you know, you know, when you lay out that, you, you, you see, you know, that our lives over the, these, these times have become outside of our control and out and, and unbalanced. So as you're saying there about this constant feed of bad news, so to combat that, to balance that out, we need a reservoir. We need to build a reservoir of good things, a reservoir of good news, um, so that so that we don't get out of balance. There's nothing that we can do to fix the economy. There's nothing that we individually can do about bringing peace in the Ukraine or to help the people in Turkey. There's nothing we can do individually to fix that. And so, you know, this this uh, world that we live in, there's nothing individually that we can do to fix that. But what we can do is we can protect ourselves and protect our own hearts by building a reservoir of good news. That's what Derek's talking about, uh, uh, putting the good stuff in us so that it, that it combats the stuff that we're living in day by day, the challenges that we're meeting day by day. You know, the bills are not going to stop coming in. The energy prices are not going to suddenly drop. 
Uh, so this is the world that we live in. So to, to have a reservoir of good things, uh, be it, you know, gathering with people and making a making a positive decision. Let, let's not focus on this. Let's focus on this. Something that will build, we can build each other up with and, uh, and, and bring balance back and into the way we're living. Definitely. And I mean, that, that could be the people we're around, the music we listen Absolutely. to, the, the feeds we're looking at and our, and our, you know, our social media stuff. One scripture to, to talk about with this first session is about building a life on the rock. That, that sense and that dream was all these options were, were very limited. You know, the distractions were limited when you're in a prison cell. And yeah. it was like what I needed. And that to me is like this metaphorical prison that pe people can be, you know, we can all be experiencing one degree or another the, the restrictions that, that we're having to live with because of the pressures we're all under. But, you know, that that sense of when we talk about something that inside so strong, Jesus in Matthew 7, saying anyone who hears these sayings of mine and, and does them, it's like I'll liken him to the wise man who builds his house on the rock, who builds his house, his inner life, his character on the rock. The, the rains come, the tornadoes hit, the, 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 the rivers flood, but yet it didn't fall because it was founded on the rock. And so he's likening here, he's likening his words to the rock. His words, hearing them and doing them. Anyone who hears these sayings of mine and doesn't do them, I'll liken them to the fool, the stupid man who built his house in the sand. The rains fell. Same, same storms hit. The tornado came. The, the river flooded. But it fell apart, completely fell, because it wasn't founded on the rock. It was, it was built in sand. Luke chapter 6 uh, gives a even more detail about the need for finding bedrock. He's, Jesus says, why do you call me Lord, Lord? Don't do the things I say. Everyone who comes to me and hears my words, listens to them and does them, I'll show you what he's like. He's like a, a man building a house who dug, went down deep, finding the bedrock, getting to, getting to this deep, rock, solid foundation. When the floods and tornadoes and winds uh, came the house didn't shake or move because it was securely built on a rock but he who merely hears and doesn't practice doing my words is like the man who builds his house on the ground without a foundation against which the rivers and the tornadoes burst and, and whack against and it, it collapsed and fell and the breaking and ruin of that house was great I remember I, I, I got a Bible program years ago for something. The archaeologists were actually in Jerusalem. They were filmed, showing you the context of what these things were said in. And back then, they never had boulders merchants. They never had your local juicings to go down and get a delivery of, uh, of rock, you know, hardcore, whatever, the, the breeze block, all the different things for, for that's required for building a house nowadays. They had to gather rocks with our neighbours, 
they asked the family and the community to gather rocks to build a house. And they knew Jesus was talking to the, 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 the people of that uh, time. They understood completely that people who didn't dig, didn't put the effort in to dig deep enough, didn't find the bedrock. If they mm. built on sand, that when when the, when the floods came, when the, when the first storms hit, you could tell because the house fell apart. Mm-hmm. So he's linking that to our spiritual life. That anyone who hears his sense, hears what he says, and he's got a lot to say when it comes to how do I get through this? Where do I look to, to the source of my supply for finances? Where do I look to the source and supply for my healing and health? For my mental health? For my peace in the midst of this? Because if I look too long at any of these reports and the, 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 the movements around the world with China, with the aggravation with China and the US and all this provocative, these acts that are all kind of happening, fear, fear's not going to be far away fixating on all that. So to have something deep inside that we can tr- trust in, rest upon, be absolutely certain about in the midst of all this world unrest, that's that's what makes us stand in the midst of all this storm. You know, we'll, we'll pick this up next week on Rooted and Grounded in the Truth. Talk about getting depth of earth, getting getting these things deep into our hearts. Vince, do you want to just close in prayer, please? Thank you for listening today. Father God, we just come to you, Lord. And Lord God, this is your world, Lord. This is the world that we live in that you created. And Father God, you know the disturbances that are going on in our world, in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds. And Father God, I just pray, Lord God, for everybody who's listening, for all our all, all the listeners, all our families, every home that's represented. Father God, I pray the peace that only you can give, the peace that is beyond our human understanding to rest in every heart that's listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.